Hello, Sac State students, and welcome into the Wednesday, October 6th edition of the State Hornet Podcast here on StateHornet.com. I am your podcast editor, Mac Over the Third, and here are the biggest stories from the sixth week of classes here at Sacramento State. And we'll start off with digital editor Mercy Sosa's piece about Sacramento State's Latino community speaking on the disproportionate ratio between Latin faculty and students. Sacramento State has been designated by the U.S. Department of Education as a Hispanic-serving institution, which means that at least 25% of its undergraduate full-time students are Hispanic. And this designation has allowed them to obtain federal grants and other awards. Since 2015, they've been awarded $8.3 million in federal funds for programs specifically supporting Hispanic-serving institutions. Sacramento State is also recognized as the fourth most diverse campus in the western United States, although the statistics also show that it's the second least likely CSU to hire sufficient Latinx faculty to serve the students. And the story features several voices from the Latinx community here at Sac State. One of them, the director of the Chicanx and Latinx Studies program, Elvia Ramirez, said, Despite our HSI status, there is a very large representation, equity, and inclusion gap for Chicanx faculty at Sac State. She later went on to say that she's heard cases of Chicanx and Latinx faculty not feeling like they belong, so they simply leave and apply for other jobs. And this is a really impactful story that I recommend everybody go check out on StayHornet.com. Should be one of the first stories you see, and you'll definitely want to take the time to read throughout this story. It's really interesting numbers in here. In fact, according to the student demographics, there are only 137 Latinx faculty members at Sac State, compared to 11,000 Latinx students. And that is quite a disparity gap, to put it in more relatable numbers. That means there are 297 Latinx students for each Latinx faculty member. Truly some surprising numbers when you really break it down like that. So be sure to go check that out on StayHornet.com. Continuing with the theme of Hispanic Heritage Month, we have a testimonial piece by one of our managing editors, Magali Munoz. And she talks about how she had to learn to love her Hispanic heritage growing up in Southern California and surrounded by middle-class white communities. It was a truly different world for her growing up, she says in this piece. And it was not until that she moved to Sacramento that she really began to embrace her culture. So that's another piece that everybody should go check out on StateHornet.com. Moving into podcasts, we have a new entry for the State Hornet Podcast Network. I'm particularly excited about this as a gamer myself. Any staffer Zach Simaglio is the new host of The Usual Spot, your newest spot for gaming news, discussion, critical analysis, and general geek talk. The first episode has already dropped on StateHornet.com and Spotify. And he reviews the latest Nintendo Direct and talks about everything that was announced and revealed there. But he breaks down everything that they talked about, including the new Mario movie and its casting choices, some of which he feels were a little surprising. So here's a brief snippet of that podcast right here. Chris Pratt, Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy, and the guy from Jurassic World is playing Mario. Now, you know, hey, it's an animated movie. I'm sure he can do some solid voice work. I don't mean to sell the guy short on his talents, but honestly, I'm having a hard time imagining it. But I'm willing to give it a chance. If you want to hear more from Zach and his opinions about the rest of the Nintendo Direct presentation, go check out that full-length episode. 
Moving into sports, the women's volleyball team capped off their six-game road trip with two wins in a row over the weekend. The first win came over Eastern Washington on Thursday, and the second win came in a come-from-behind win against Idaho on Saturday. The Hornets were down two sets to start the match, but ultimately rallied back and were able to come away with the win. That moves them up to 2-2 two and two in Big Sky play and 7-7 seven and seven on the year. Their next game is at home on Thursday night against Northern Arizona. The men's soccer team picked up their first home win of the season after knocking off UC Irvine on Saturday by a final score of 3-2. to two. That was the team's alumni celebration, and they were able to celebrate that with a win. Their next game is Wednesday night at 7 away to Cal State Northridge. As for the women's soccer team, they lost their last two games so against Montana on Friday and against Northern Colorado on Sunday. That drops them to a dismal 1-8-2 record on the year. And their next game is back home at Hornet Field on Friday against Idaho. Also, a quick reminder that the football team is back home in action Saturday night against Southern Utah at 6 p.m. And we'll have live tweet coverage for you and post-game story available right after the game concludes. So be sure to check statehornet.com for further updates. And I think that's just about going to do it for this episode of the State Hornet Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to go check out all the other stories and podcasts on statehornet.com. Our next episode will be Monday, October 11th. So until then, be safe, be healthy, and we'll see you back here then for the next episode of the State Hornet Podcast.